eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Love the Star podcast. I'm Bobby Belt, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105 through the fan of Dallas. Joined as always by former Super Bowl winning NFL scout Brian Broaddus. He is now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation, 2 to 7 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday on 105 through the fan of Dallas. He is also the pre and post game co-host on the Dallas Cowboys radio network. And Brian, we have a number two seed on the line this week against the Washington Commanders. And it really feels like uh, just, just don't F it up. You know, yeah. it, it's right there for you. Just yeah. handle business. Yeah, I was uh, I was visiting with some folks from Washington, just kind of talking about their situation and stuff like that. And, you know, it's uh, it's it's difficult because they're in a kind of a spot right now where they all know what's going to happen. Um, they've got a lot of veteran players that are on their injured list. You know, they've got a coaching situation that's probably going to be resolved very quickly after the season's over. Uh, you got coaches that are playing um, or trying to coach for their jobs, maybe for a new coach, maybe for other opportunities in the league. It, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a situation nobody wants to be in. I, I was in it with, uh, with Dallas, you know, Dave Campos' final year there. And, you know, there was so much rumor and speculation about, you know, who, what's going on? Is, are they going to go get, uh, you know, what's this Bill Parcells thing? I mean, there was just so much going on in the organization at the time. And, it, you know, it's just unfortunate you have to go through it. But the, the thing about it is, you know, Ron Rivera essentially was the head coach and general manager of that team. He built that football team. There's some very good players there. Um, but there's some players that aren't very good. You know, and they're struggling right now. They've they've lost a lot of games. They've got the second overall pick. They surely don't want to lose the game, but they don't want to lose the second overall pick. I mean, it, this is in a this is a you couldn't imagine a worse situation to be in trying to play a football game with with all that going on. 
you know, it's uh, it's funny. It is kind of like we say, right in front of them, and it's a game that they they should win. I'm curious, Brian, what year did you get to Green Bay? It was 1992. I was hired in my 27th birthday. It was December 12th of 1991. They had had like 20 losing seasons. I think 1989, they were actually 10 and 6. And it was the first time they'd had a winning season in forever. Magic Man was quarterback, right? Yeah, Don Mikowski. And then, and then, uh, then Lind, uh, Lindy Infante got fired um, by Ron Wolf, my boss, and then we hired Mike Holmgren in January. Matter of fact, January twelfth, I think, is when he was hired. Uh, Bill Parcells, believe it or not, we were trying to hire Bill Parcells for that job. Oh. Yeah, actually held Bill Parcells' contract uh, in my hand, and uh, it's funny because we were in a situation where Bill and here's story time with Brian. So I'm sorry about this. <laughs> no, hit it, but. But real quick, the um, uh, Bill was on TV with NBC, and he was yep. doing the pregame show during the playoffs, and uh, Ron Wolf was interviewing Mike Holmgren. So I was in another room watching a TV, and Parcells was going to either say yes or no to coaching again, but he was going to say it on TV. And, he, uh, and Ron said, okay, if he says yes, he's coaching, then just buzz me. And we'll, I'll take the interview a different way. And Parcells came on NBC and said, no, he really likes what he's doing. He stayed on with NBC and, and kept going. And, and then Ron continued on with the interview with Mike Holmgren. And we hired him as a coach. And, you know, and, and the rest was history, as they would say. But that thing really turned around, um, you know, very, very quickly with Brett Favre, Reggie White, and then Mike Holmgren and, and others that uh, that were on that staff. It, it was it was a a like you said it was a bad football team in 1991. It, it was, was. A, a team that had struggled. Two yeah. months before you got hired, the Dallas Cowboys went into uh, actually I believe it was uh, Milwaukee County Stadium is yes. where they went into that year. Yeah. Uh, and I we I was doing the Cowboys crosstalk this week with Nate Newton, and Nate was talking about this game before the Cowboys uh, against the Commanders. He said he remembered this game going into green, you know, going to play the Packers in 1991. And he said they were so bad. Yeah. And we, Jimmy told us beforehand, before the game, he gave us the speech and he says, You guys are so much better than them. Okay. You guys are, you, you guys are, you're so much better than this team. I just want to get out of here with a victory. I don't want, I don't need anybody to beat anybody down. I don't need right. you guys to do anything. He's like, the entire mission in this game today, because you're better and we know you're better, no penalties, no turnovers, get the hell out of here. I don't care what the scoreboard looks like. Let's just get out with a win because yeah. we don't have to do anything other than not met. Like, just don't have any mistakes and we can leave here with a victory. And Nate Newton said they won 20 to 17. They were mm -hmm. kind of getting criticized for just, uh, this is kind of a team that's sleepwalking today. And Nate's like, we didn't care because we mm -hmm. just knew we were better. So it was don't shoot yourself in the foot. Just go in here. Don't make mistakes and you'll win because you're better. So he says that he thinks that should be the approach this weekend yeah. with Washington. You don't go in there looking to cover a 13 point spread. Right. This is sitting right before you don't sleepwalk on a team. We, we were talking with Tony Tolbert during this uh, thing. Tolbert, one of the really solid players that's sort of forgotten, I think, by Cowboys fans over the years, but a guy who, who, who meant a lot to those Super Bowl teams. And Tony said, when we lost games in, you know, in the 90s, and I don't know if you remember this way, Brian, but he's like, when our teams lost games, it was games we really had no business losing. Oh, no, and absolutely, it was, yeah. He, he's like, it was usually we just 
did not give people the respect they deserved because sure. we we're like, yeah, eh, we'll just go in there. Arizona. Yeah. Phoenix, and he's like, yeah, and then, and then like we'd that. lose. Yeah. yeah. And so their, their line of thinking was take the green Bay approach in 1991. Don't do the sleepwalk, but just go in there with the game plan of don't screw it up. Just don't do anything stupid. Don't do turnovers. Do not go out here trying to blow the doors off of this team. Just don't make mistakes and you're better than them. So you will leave with a victory. Is that the approach you would suggest this weekend? Brian It's just limit mistakes. Don't go out here trying to run these guys into the ground. Bobby, I, I totally agree with Nate Newton and Tolbert, anybody that Jimmy Johnson, I totally agree. This one is about to try and be as healthy as you can, but figure out a way to win this football game. And, you know, if you have to win it in the, at the first half, the second half, the final minute, whatever, just win it. Because I do believe this, and I want to ask you this question too, and maybe you share this same sentiment with me. Dallas Super Bowl future is riding on this game. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. In terms of winning it and getting the yep. second seed, yep, yep. absolutely. Yeah, yep. if, if you you you've got a legitimate shot, I feel like you have a legitimate shot at the Super Bowl if you're the number two seed. I feel if you right. don't have the number two seed, you have zero shot. Yeah, I, it's either it's either you're going to have a chance a chance with home games and, and you know you have to win the games. You know, let's not act like they can just but they play so much better at home. Eight, no, it's obvious they play better at home. Not just eight, no, 16 straight. Going back to last year, 16 straight. Exactly. There you go. Even better. So Dallas's chance to participate or potentially participate in the Super Bowl this year hinges on them beating the Washington Commanders on Sunday. Because if they don't, I, I think it was, what, 1978? Is that the last time they won three games in the playoff on the road to go to a Super Bowl? Oh yeah, I mean, I, think, if, I mean, it's it's a crazy if it's number been like done, that. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So it's been forever, and it's not always done around here. Dallas has to win this game, and they need to whatever approach the Nate Newton approach, or whatever approach that is. You have to take that in. That has to be your mindset as soon as you step on that airplane and you fly towards the capital. You have to figure out whatever you have to do to win this football game you need to do because your 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 playoff existence depends on it. Have you gotten a chance? Obviously, you know, we were talking with JP Finley from NBC yeah. NBC Sports Washington on 105 through the fan on on Thursday, and he said, Look, you're only gonna get about two thirds of the starters you saw in the last time that Dallas and Washington yeah. played each other. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, they're they're really run down, new tackles. The corners are susceptible. Brian, when you, you've taken a look at things this week, is there anything other than just the normal, the the voodoo of Washington, D.C. that it has been the last couple of years Blue for Jack jerseys. Prescott and everything else? <laughs> is, is there anything about this Washington team that you go, all right, just don't let them do this in this game and, yeah. and you'll be okay? I'll tell you what, Bobby. Um, I know that uh, 
you know, I, I, I think that I'm hearing the same thing. That, you know, you look at their injury report, and it's pretty extensive. And they've got a lot of veteran players on there. You know, some veteran players probably in a situation where, you know, right now is it really worth it to us to play? You know, Ron Rivera, I was, I was talking to a media member in, in Washington, and, uh, and they were told me, they're like, listen, Ron Early was very kind of combative with the media. And here lately, he hasn't. He, he understands where they're at, what the situation is, what's likely going to happen to him. Yeah. The thing that worries me the most about the commanders, and I was asking the same questions about Eric Bieniemy, and how can this team be first in pressures allowed and last in rush attempts? How? How does that? And this media member told me, you know, it's it it goes back to Eric Bieniemy. It really, really goes back to Eric Bieniemy, and and uh, you know his philosophy and how he does things. And, you know, you look at Andy Reid and, 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 and it, it's true. So I looked it up and I'm like, you know, who has the second least, the second least of carries in the league? I guess I said that right. I hope I did. Second fewest. Second fewest. Excuse me. Second fewest. Thank you for saving me. You like David Hellman there. <laughs> second fewest carries a lot uh, uh, in the league right now. Mm. Uh, let's throw out a guess of the Rams. Kansas City. Mm. Yeah, Washington's number one, Kansas City's number two. So you that know, Andy Reid coaching tree. There you go. I mean, and, and Andy and them do a hell of a job. They're a Super Bowl winning team. They've they're outstanding. But you 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 look at the Chiefs and the the Commanders are two different teams. You know, Sam Howell. They've asked him to do a lot. I mean, he's he's and he's he's probably extended himself beyond what Sam Howell could even do. You know, so that. That in itself is uh, says a lot, but the thing that scares me about the Commanders is what if they do decide to run the football? What if they decide mm-hmm. to take Robinson and Gibson and just say, you know what, we're going to run the ball. We're going to run a college offense. Sam Howell's going to run the, you know, he's going to. We're going to run RPOs, and that's how we're going to beat Dallas. We're just going to RPO them to death. You know, he's going to fake a handoff. He's going to run. He's going to pull the ball. He's going to throw. You know, see, that's that's the thing, because really the commanders have nothing to lose. Ron Rivera can go for every fourth down. He can go for every two point play. He can, you know, he, he could he didn't have to elect to kick field goals. You know, he can make things very, very difficult. He can onside kick. He fake punt. Hell, fake punts a good play against the Cowboys. You know, yeah. so th- th- that's the things that scare me, Bobby. It's it's the potential. It's the potential. It's the potential. But who's not going to play? Jonathan Allen going to play? You know, I mean, he's got a knee. You know, he's a veteran. Does he? Is it? You know, he's been very outspoken too about hating to lose and this, that, and this might be his way of saying, "I'm not going to play in a meaningless damn game." You yeah, know? might be. You know, there might be several of these guys that do that. And if that's the case, boy, if that inactive list looks like Jonathan Allen and some others. Then you know you got Cowboys. You got to take a little bit of a you know because who knows what's going to happen. I was talking to some folks about Tyler Smith. That thing could go down till Sunday. That could go down till you know uh, availability on Sunday. You know of him playing. Which Bass hasn't been awful. Bass hasn't. Bass hasn't been awful. But but what's the strength of the Commanders? 
those two inside those defensive tackles. Yeah. That's the strength of that. That's the strength of that defense. They're bad at linebacker. They're struggling right now with the health of their secondary. You know, you go back and watch the game that Dallas played against. They didn't get pressure. You know, Dak carved them up. You know, Cooks, Lamb, Gallup had a catch. The first catch of the game went to Gallup for 13 yards. You know, it seems like 1,000 years ago that happened. So those are the things that kind of scare me about not so much the commander's defense with the exception of their tackles, but Terry McLaurin scares me. You know, Logan Thomas. I know these guys haven't played, you know. I mean, there's been some regression when you talk to folks about with Dotson and stuff like that, you know, of, you know, it's, you know, kind of feel like that they haven't had the kind of year. But they can play this game pretty wide open if they want, you know. And that's those are the things that, that scare me going into it. You are listening to the Love the Star podcast. The Love the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.